Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Loga the Barbarian, joined by my guest today, Omer of Stellagama Publishing, author of Cepheus Deluxe and Quantum Starfare. Welcome. Hey, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. It's been a, it's been a, a, a interesting week, we'll say. It's been a good one, though. So Yes, for me as well. Well, that's great to hear. I'm happy to hear that. So what can you tell us about both? Well, you have two science fiction games out, correct? I have several more. That is, we put out a Cepheus Light in the past, which is a simpler game uh, closer to the Traveler SRD. Cepheus Deluxe, with, we took much more uh, artistic liberty with it and with Quantum Surfer as well. And we have Cepheus Atom, which is a gonzo post-apocalyptic game. So what is the Cepheus system like? What is the... It's the 2D6 roll-high system. It originated from the Mongoose Traveler SRD, the open game content they put out in 2008. Uh, but it evolved quite far from it. There is a huge ecosystem of Cepheus products. If you look for Cepheus Engine on DriveThruRPG, last time I checked about a month ago, it was over 700 titles oh by a large number of uh, authors. Now, I've not played... Tra Here's the thing. I've got the Traveler box, like the old Traveler box from back in the day, the 70s, from yes. 1977. I've never played it. I've only sat there and opened it and flipped through it. I've never actually gotten a chance to sit around and play it or anyone who will DM it. That, that. So... How close is this, though? Because I know the system somewhat from reading the books. I got a few other versions of it back there, too, in my shelves. Yes. So how similar is Cepheus system to the Traveler system? Is it? It depends on the version. Uh, that is, uh, Cepheus Deluxe is uh, quite distant from it. We changed several major, major themes, like uh, random character generation in the Civis Deluxe, it's uh, much less random and you have better control over your character. Our uh, starship and vehicle combat is uh, abstract and mapless. Personal combat still uses uh, less abstract systems, but uh, you can also play it quite abstractly by theater of mind uh, messages if you want. And we simplified a lot of the systems. We added several options. If you want more heroic games, you have hero points which are optional, but uh, if you really want a pulpy uh, science fiction game, you could have it. What about Quantum Starfare? Is that also similar in, in style with the D6 Traveler type system? Or is because this a lighter rule set, correct? It's much lighter rule set. It's still 2D6 roll high, 2D6 plus uh, skill, but it only has uh, seven skills. Uh, which everyone has, and uh, which are a bit like uh, ability scores. That is, you have a skill from one to three, usually. Sometimes up, it goes out up to five. And uh, against target number and character generation is much simpler. You simply assign a few skill points and uh, add a trait, which is like a feat or something like that. And uh, that's it. In five minutes, you have a character. Oh, that's nice. It fits on four two-sided two A4 or letter-sized papers. The whole the whole game fits on that? Just yes. The four, so that is rules light. That is a minimalist. Uh, or 33 pages in A5 uh, printed version or uh, tablet version. 
we added in both in both styles. We know that uh, many people want to play digital, so A5 is a better page layout, I think, for uh, tablets and computer screens. Uh, still, it's quite all slight. We started, it developed from Cepheus Quantum, which was one sheet, one two-sided sheet. Now, it's not, is this, is this class-based, skill-based? No, it... skill-based. Just all skill-based? Completely and... skill-based and uh, very simplified in the headset. Excellent. So what, what made you want to go down this route and make sci-fi games like this? I'm curious, how'd you get into it? What was the route that led to this? I'm quite a sci-fi fan since the 90s, since my uh, adolescence. And always, I like Traveler. Before that, I played Shadowrun. I like the Traveler rules better. They're uh, much easier to play with new players, for example. The, I toyed with the Traveler rules at first as a fan. Later, I did publish one official, or semi-official Traveler product called, called Outer Veil through uh, Speaker Publishing, back when you could get a very simple license to publish Traveler compatible materials, and then I moved to Cepheus several years later. What is the license like there? I think because I didn't realize there was any kind of open license to work with or anything like that along those lines. How did that? Uh, it's an SRD that is mm-hmm. uh, Mongoose Publishing put out some of the uh, first edition Traveler material openly and then under an open license. It's not called Traveler. It's simply the, SRD, the 2D6 SRD. 2D6 uh, SRD is what it's called. It's also called in some cases Traveler SRD, but you can't, mm-hmm. of course, you can't use the name Traveler. <laughs> and once it's open, it's open. They can't uh, pull it back. This, uh, this is how the license works. It's like the uh, D20 SRD. For example, D20 SRD created Pathfinder. Uh, so in this case, we, several people created Cepheus from this. Excellent. That's pretty cool. I honestly didn't know that was going on over there with the, with the Traveler license. I, I totally missed that. Now, I'm a big sci-fi geek from back yes. in the day. I used to read a lot of Asimov and stuff like that. I What kind of stuff were you getting into with science fiction? I'm curious. Uh, several Larry Niven books. This is what I grew up on. Uh, Arthur C. Clarke, Sam oh, Allen. Yeah. And later I watched Babylon 5 when it came out. A bit in reruns, actually, but still in the 90s. Yes. Firefly, uh, which is less influential, but still it was very nice. And uh, in terms of video games, Mass Effect, for example, Star Control 2, uh, two decades before that. Yeah, I would like, I I definitely watched Firefly. I, I only caught in the 90s, I was barely watching any television. So I remember when Babylon 5 came out, but I never really watched it or caught on to it. I think the thing I've been getting into here the last few years is The Expanse. Have you checked those out? Yes, I have Amazon Prime. I'm st- I'm still in the process of watching it. I only got it uh, recently. I got the I, after I checked out the first couple seasons. I went out and bought the books, and I was I fell in love with the book series. The book series, I just the books through. are even better. Oh, I love them. They're they're good. Oh, the, the books are good. They're a little bit different. They deviate, but I if there's it's been a while since like when I was growing up, I read a lot of. What I read for psych, you said you said Clark. I read definitely read some Clark here and there. Douglas Adams was probably one oh. of my favorites. I love that stuff. Um, but Asmob was a big one I was really into. I even bought up like his nonfiction books and stuff like that and Great. would read all kinds of stuff he put out. Um, 
but I hadn't gotten into a, like a sci-fi series or, or novels, anything like that for years until I picked up The Expanse. Those things. Oh, just I would get, I would get it through those uh, books. quite soon, I think. <laughs> Most likely on Kindle, unfortunately, because it's easier for me to read. Uh, uh, I would prefer the physical books, but uh, much more expensive and mm-hmm. uh, I have to lug them with me on when commuting and things like that it's less comfortable yeah i guess i i see i usually do the physical i have a hard if i i do have a kindle i've i've blown through i have a nook and a kindle my nook is like one of those black and white things you can scroll through my kindle is colored I don't like the color one as much as I like the black no, and white I use, one. <laughs> I use it on the phone app. Oh, the phone. See, I, I don't know if I do. I, I can do that. I can't read on the phone that well. Yes. I got to get out my little glasses and like, what is that? <laughs> yes. So, yeah. But yeah, I've been like, my thing was like going to the library all the time as a kid. Uh, I, I lived in Cleveland, like three houses down from this library. And I would just go through there and just just spend hours every day and that's where i discovered all oh, the science fiction and stuff like that i was too. getting into it was lots of good stuff there so what what all do you have available for the different systems here like do you have a lot of adventures like you said there's like over 700 products that's a lot of stuff what can you tell us about some of the stuff that's out there by the way we have to remind the viewers again that the 700 uh, titles are by several people by a large number of people Uh, there are in my case i will talk about my stuff because there are several excellent publishers out there as well Uh, there is a science fiction uh, space opera setting called these stars are ours for which we are publishing an updated version quite soon and we have Cepheus, the Sword of Cepheus, which is a sword and sorcery version of the rules. Oh, cool. So you had like magic and barbarians and things yes, like that and to it? dangerous magic and barbarians, also skill-based and career-based, uh, not class-based. That's awesome. And we have uh, Cepheus Atom, of course, which is Gonzo Apocalypse. We have Barbaric, which is a lighter uh, version of uh, our sword and sorcery rules. Also an A5 booklet, very simple, very quick. Yeah, I was just looking at Barbaric. And so that's, is this, is Barbaric just basically taking the system and making a sword and sor- sorcery fantasy setting, no space or anything like that in it? No, no, you could, you could, of course, combine them. They're compatible. Okay. You can have a sorcerers mutants in space if you want yeah <laughs> i do want a very that. very simple conversion because Cepheus uh, atom and quantum starfarer and barbaric use the same uh, engine and are not very different in terms of the basic engine so you could simply combine them i, I love that because i've been talking forever about wanting to play that game where where it's uh what, what i call the the weird space wizard on the side of the van I yeah. want to play that game there with just like shh, all the cosmos. So you got your wizard running around there and a barbarian. You see those pictures, some lady. <laughs> we are also uh, planning a universal version of the system. Oh, so just like a generic system? That's... Yes, generic, simple, uh, six skill system you could use for everything and anything scalable between personnel to capital starships. Everything, uh, of course, it will be quite simple, but this is uh, the point. The idea is to have one small booklet you could take with yourself when traveling with uh, several dice, several, to several d6, and play whatever you want, wherever you want. 
So I could just be like, oh, I'm going to do fantasy. Oh, I'm going to do science fiction. Oh, I'm going to do crime noir, 1940s detective. (laughs) Yes, and you can combine them because it's the same rules. Your imagination is the limit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. So if I wanted to start dabbling in like the Cepheus system and, and, and some of these, where would you suggest would be the first book for someone to pick up to get acquainted to the system and start playing and stuff like that if you want science fiction so uh, quantum starfarer if you want swords and sorceries and barbaric these are the simplest system to get into and if you want something more complex then Cepheus uh, deluxe and the sword of Cepheus are both uh, available it's also not very complex in the general terms of rpgs it is uh, RPGs much more complex than them but they are still around the complexity of the typical osr system that's excellent that's excellent all of these should be available online to purchase for print on demand for the most part correct yes barbaric is not available in print from drafts rpg because of several bugs with the printer but the rest are available from there barbaric is available available from lulu and amazon from lulu oh in print from lulu and amazon okay but not drive through. So are there any specific adventures that you have out for any of them or, or is it all just kind of a base system and, and we're left no, to we create have, it? We have several uh, source books, but it's for the older versions of uh, Traveler, of uh, Cepheus Engine. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are in the process of updating them to Cepheus Deluxe. Okay. And there are two adventures for uh, our setting, for Sisters of Our setting, which we're also updating. We want to write several more adventures, something with uh, more political and uh, intrigue and espionage. Of course, interstellar with aliens and everything. Mm-hmm. We have several ship books. If you want deck plans and uh, maps of several starships, we have one book of classic shaped UFOs. Oh, I like that. <laughs> like the plan I nine from outer space. <laughs> because also the, this is, this stars are also a setting with a lot of UFO law in it. So uh, in general, it's very easy to create all the UFO stuff with it. I'm sending you the link. Uh, there are several books like this with uh, ship stats for Cepheus and uh, with uh, deck plans. And we are now in the process of partnering with another company to create uh, virtual tabletop compatible maps. Oh, that's cool. So uh, just one quick question, because we're coming up on time. Tell yes. me a little bit about the system, that, or not the system, the setting that you have there that you were just talking about. Like, so you have the UFOs book, but you also mentioned a setting. Yes, the setting is this also house. Uh, essentially, the gray aliens, the ones with the mm-hmm. UFOs, conquered Earth. We rebelled and we became uh, an upstart interstellar power. Oh, that's... And then, then you have, the, after a very long war, then you have the, the, the game set immediately after the war with all the intrigue you want and espionage and politics and potential another war and everything like that. That's great. That's great. Um, could you let the listeners know where they can find you and Cepheus Deluxe and all of the all, all of your other games as well as Quantum Starfare and Barbaric? Yes, everything is on the Drive RPG. Uh, some of it on Lulu and some on Amazon. And we'll make sure that we get some links to those in the show notes. 
I want to thank you all for listening. If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom. We're on Patreon. Any support you can give us would be greatly appreciated. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards and keep those dice rolling.